This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, everybody? Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlick. Can you? And we are back for the Rick and Johnny podcast right here on Most Valuable Podcast. And we got a jam-packed show. If you're new to the show, we talk about entertainment, superheroes, some gaming, really nerd culture here on the Rick and Johnny podcast. We got a jam-packed show. We're going to be looking at Spider-Man. They want to add a femme fatale to the Spider-Man Homecoming 2 movie. Could it be Black Cat? We'll look into that. We're also going to look at the Flashpoint movie. Did DC make the right choice with the Did directors they? that they have on board? And then finally, will Captain Marvel be in Avengers Infinity War this upcoming May? But before we get into all that, little housekeeping at the beginning. I'll try to keep it brief. Number one, if you have not already, make sure to check out mostviolepodcast.com. This is where everything from podcasts to YouTube to everything is at one central location. That link is down below in the description, or you can click it over here, I think, on the YouTube page. Number two, if you like what we're doing, if you love what you, we do, check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast, just a way for you guys to help and support us more so than liking and sharing and watching each and all of our podcasts each and every week. Then also, if you're on iTunes, make sure to go over and give the Rick and Johnny podcast a five-star rating. It would mean the world to us. And last but not least, we're selling MVP t-shirts. You can get that down below in the description. 22 bucks a pop. And that is including the shipping. But Johnny, let's start with Spider-Man. And this one, when I read this on Friday after we recorded the Fast Break podcast, I knew right away that this was going to be a topic because for it's us. Well, not just that, but because, like... <laughs> I'm just messing with you. It's a big thing. Like, they're it adding is. a specific role. And for those of you who don't know, because I didn't know the exact terminology of it coming into this, so for you guys who don't know, a femme fatale, which is what they're adding into Spider-Man Homecoming 2, is a mysterious and seductive woman whose, whose charm inserts... Yeah, ensnares her lover, reading's hard, ensnares her lovers, often leading them into dangerous, compromising, dangerous, Mm. and deadly situations. She is an archetype in literature and art. Her abilities to entrance and hypnotize her victims with a spell was in the earliest stories seen as being literally supernatural. Hence, the femme fatale today is often described as having a power akin to an enchantress or a a seductress. So this is what I want to ask you. There are so many characters. Well, not so many. There's a few characters that we could say for this. But my first thought when they said femme fatale was the black cat. Yeah, that's very she Is she coming into this? Because they are doing a... Silver, Silver Sable, Black Cat movie. Are they going to add her into Spider-Man: Homecoming so that we can jumpstart her off the ground so that her spin-off movie has a little traction to it? She's the one out of anyone I can think of with the Spider Universe, mm-hmm. the Spider Verse, I guess is the way. That's better. what they're trying to do. Um, is the one that describes that the most, at least that I can think of. Mm-hmm. Um. She is more regular in Spider-Man stuff than some other ones we're going to talk about later. Um, but the only thing is that I can see as is an issue is the 
did Sony like say yes to Marvel? Did they do that contract and the write up where it's like, hey, let us start Black Cat in Homecoming, and then you guys can like launch your movie about her? Because mm-hmm. what they run the contract the contract ends after Homecoming too, right? Yes, I believe. Well, I believe so. It's either that. I mean, or, they can always extend well, it too. It's either that or Avengers four. Because I mean, if Peter, Peter, no, Par- Peter Parker, yeah, well, Peter Parker's not going to. Di- oh, that's right. Spider Man comes after Avengers Four. Spider Man Homecoming Two kicks off Phase Four. Yes, I'm think. I was thinking in my head, Spider Man Homecoming Two was coming in between the Avengers movies. It comes no, after Avengers. It's Phase Four. So yeah. that I think that's as of now, that's when their contract ends. I mean, mm-hmm. they could rewrite up some stuff at that, from that at that point. Disney, uh, Fox, or not Fox? Disney. We already had that happen. Um, Sony could say. You know what? We're gonna sign it over. Mm-hmm. At this point, you guys are doing well, too well with everything else. Let's just give it to you. Here's what I think, and this is me all speculating. Is yeah, when it comes to Black Cat, my first thought was she a makes the most sense. Well, from that description, yeah, especially she, yeah, she makes the most sense. And then also, I'm thinking they're planning to release right now the Spider Verse as we know it is, is right- a Venom movie. Into the Spider Verse that both of those were getting this Honestly, year. Honestly, it's riding on those two if we fa- yeah. con- go but through with it. But they've already they haven't done a DC thing where it's like we're gonna do this and this and that and this and that and this and this and this, this this. They're not doing all of that. Yeah. But they have said here's Venom, here's Into the Spider Verse, but we're also doing Silver and Black. Yeah. Which is Silver Sable and Black Cat. So I wouldn't be surprised if in the contract with Sony and Disney, if it was hey. This is our plan. The only thing we want you to do is when we get to Spider-Man Homecoming 2, you have to put Black Cat in there so that we we basically jumpstart her so it's not silver and black is the first time we see her. Yeah, I mean that cuz you got to get you got to get us excited to see the movie. You can't just yeah. give us two characters Here's and black expect Cat. us to yeah. She's not a I'll be honest, she's not a Catwoman. Like no. she's related to Catwoman. Like, she's the Spider-Man Catwoman, kind of. In However, sense. she's not like Catwoman. You can drop a Halle Berry Catwoman movie and people go and see it. Yeah. Although I would, at this point, suggest you not go and do that. However, back in the day, <laughs> in here's, retrospect. Halle, here's Halle Berry's Catwoman and everyone went and went and That's saw more it. of an in retrospect thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean. Hindsight. <laughs> or, or hindsight. Captain Hindsight. Uh-huh. Um, I would say, if anything, that. That she would make the most sense out of mm-hmm. anyone, just because, like you said. But the only issue again is the contract. Did Sony and Marvel or make the deals like, hey, we want Spider Man, but we want to be able to use Black Cat at this point, or like, do we ha- do we have something a little clause in there mm-hmm. saying we are we should be able to use at least one or two of other characters of our mm-hmm. choosing throughout the movies of Spider Man? Well, here's one thing I wanted to bring up yes. was my first thought when I when I saw Femme Fatale, yeah. Was not Black Cat. See, mine was, and then I it think it was Gwen Stacy. Really, Gwen Stacy was I my first one. Okay, because well, for me, really, at first, like I said, I had to look up the exact terminology of what a femme fatale yes. was and is. Um, but when I saw, like, oh, like Sean described it to me, oh, it's like a uh, archetype that's like a female love interest. And I'm like, oh, Gwen Stacy. But then I'm like, well, Gwen Stacy's not really evil. And then after looking at the Screen Rants article. Um, it was originally reported by the Hashtag Show. Um, they say, as as reported by the Hashtag Show, Homecoming 2 casting director Sarah Finn and her team are on the hunt 
for a European actress around 20 years old to play what is described as a femme fatale. Mm-hmm. This comes on the heels of rumors about Marvel looking for a European iteration of what sounds like their version of Gwen Stacy, a creative liberty that not many long-term Spider-Man fans are exactly thrilled about. Two things. First one, which is kind of an aside, is based off of Homecoming 1 and based on what Marvel's doing, they can do whatever they want with Gwen Stacy I'm in. Mm -hmm. Like, they changed Mary Jane. Was I excited about it? No. Am I mad about it? No. No. Do I trust in Marvel? Hell yeah. In Marvel we trust. In Marvel we trust, just like Jeff Johns. However, that was- I think it was too long of a hashtag. That was the first one I thought of was Gwen Stacy. But, A, I don't know if she fits the femme fatale kind of description. Not necessarily. And what I just read- Aren't those kind of conflicting that, hey, yeah, we're thinking about a European iteration of Gwen Stacy, but we're also looking for a different part to play the femme fatale. So there can be a Gwen Stacy and a different female character to be this femme fatale. True. I mean, that could be that. Um, That's if we even go with a Gwen Stacy, because the other part Mm -hmm. is, do we want to hash through another Gwen Stacy death scene? Yeah. Well, it's kind of like the what we said about the... Spider bite incident. We talked about this before the podcast. Yes, we did. Spider bite incident, which leads into Bruce another Wayne's care. death. Yeah. It's like we've seen we it all. We don't need to see Gwen Stacy die on screen again. I don't need to see another Uncle Ben death. Mm-hmm. And we didn't, which was kind that of was relieving. Nice. Um, but I don't think we need to see Gwen Stacy die again. I don't think Marvel wants to put us through that again. Yeah. Well. Yeah, this Marvel didn't put us Disney through. Marvel, Disney not Marvel. Sony. I know, but I'm just saying, I think Disney Marvel saying, you know what, we've seen that enough times, mm-hmm. we don't need to do that. Which, yeah. actually, you and I talking about it led into another character that could potentially be. You want you want, you uh, want to gonna, reveal that right I now? I was going to let you reveal okay. it. Okay, um, the one that, this is one that, a character I don't think, I just want to say, I, I don't, don't think, think either. they're going to do it, I want them to That'd do it. That'd be cool if they and did. And that's Silk. Yes. And the reason why is just she, to me, I get the the black cat or black cat, however you want it. I've seen the and I've seen just black cat. Whatever you want to go with it. Um, however, Silk would be an awesome femme fatale. Yes, it would. Because they didn't show the spider bite incident, so they don't have to explain anything besides she was bitten by the same spider. Which is what happened in the Which comic is what book happened anyway. In the comic, so. But you don't literally have to, like, because we didn't see it. You don't have to over-explain it and come up with an exact, like, this is how it happened. You can just say, it happened. Yeah, exactly. And then our minds are like, oh, okay, she got bit by the same spider. But that would be an awesome femme fatale situation because it could play into the, like, because of, in the comics, it was because they were bitten by the same spider. They have the pheromones, and basically they just want to go at each other to breed and procreate. You can get that same kind of love and attractiveness, but then that no, this isn't right, and have her be the one to constantly push Peter away. Yeah, I mean, it could be more of a, well, the, the, the thing that's considered lust at that point, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, it could be one of those things, and hell, she, at that plus point. It, plus, it plays in perfectly, because think about, any guy watching this right now, think back to yourself in high school. Yeah. Think back to yourself in high school. Most of it was lust. Yeah. Some of it might have been love, but most of it was lust. Oh, yeah. Isn't that what most attraction is at first? Yeah. Especially when you're first learning. Yes. You're especially first when learning. you're first learning. 
And that's what Peter would be doing. Mm-hmm. He's still learning about that. And I mean, you, you can do the play. You can play it as she's a transfer student. She finally and like if you want to go into the backstory, like the comic books, mm-hmm. you can. But overall, it could be like she transferred in, yada yada yada. If you get a twenty-year-old, since they said they're looking for a twenty-year-old that's yeah. female from, you can make mm-hmm. you can make that happen. I mean, if we like, we had a conversation about um, um, it was Batgirl. Yeah, and who should play her? You and I agreed with you Lindsay could, Lohan. She's too old. Yeah, I mean, we agreed that like you want someone high schoolish looking. You mm-hmm. can do that with a twenty-year-old, make them look like they're in high school still. Yeah. So I mean, you could pull it off with the the silk character mm-hmm. as well, and then you can play into that and however you want to. No, I think Silk would be, like, that is one to where it's like, I don't think they would do it. I don't think they will, but it would be awesome. I would love to see it. I like, would too. I would, I would love to see, and also the kind of, the and you know what Silk also could do? Huh. And this is an idea giving it back to Sony. I know the MCU and I know Disney Marvel doesn't owe Sony anything. No. Basically, we're helping you more than you're helping us in exactly. this deal. Like, the only thing we want is Spider-Man. We are basically hyping up your shit now. Yeah. Because we're making Spider-Man cool again. However, I did like the I did like the <laughs> remake comic Making Spider-Man book. cool again. <laughs> we're making Spider-Man cool again. There you go. <laughs> what would that... So, makes, so MSGA, MSGA makes Spider-Man great again? Yeah. MSGA, it doesn't have, doesn't have the same ring to it. I mean, it could be Mis- CA. Misga. 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 However, back to my main point, yeah. is if you're thinking about that handoff between Disney to Sony, what better sets up your Spider-Verse than, they, than the, oh, okay, here's another person. Because Into the Spider-Verse is all about... There's we see the tombstone of Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. There's tons of other Spider-Men out there. Miles Morales is one of them. What better way to play into that Spider-Verse than to in the live action movies have someone else like Peter Parker that can use the Spider-Man tech not technology, but the Spider-Man powers. Yeah, because Zilk actually creates her own. Yeah. Whereas Spider-Man in most comics does not. Yeah. He had actually well, I guess he does create his own, but chemically mm-hmm. um another one i thought of and i wanted i had to, this is why um i was taking so long to get ready mm-hmm. um now this girl this next one kind of femme fatale because of the parts i read of the comics with her in it she kind of strings him along in some senses but she never like she won't actually date him mm-hmm. and it also sets up for one of our one of our favorite comic book spider-man characters as well okay oh it- just say it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna steal your thunder. The woman is Elizabeth Betty Brandt. Okay, not who I was thinking of, but go ahead. You, she is the um, where I'm looking for the actual personal secretary and later reporter of J. Jonah Jameson. Hmm. And when he starts working there, he kind of is attracted to her, but she's always she's, a lot of the ones the stuff I read was I'm a, I'm too old for you. Yeah. That the only reason why I don't like I don't want to nip it right in the bud. Yeah. But if they're looking for a twenty-something actor, most of the actress. times the actress. Uh, most of the times it's hey, we want someone twenty to play eighteen. Yeah, but if they have someone who's twenty to play twenty, 
I'm a little bit too old for you, Peter. You're still in high school. You're True. still like 16. True. You're too young for me. True. I, would and they, she's she'd be like college age, so it's like she's got. Would they do a thing where maybe he's still in high school, but he has an internship at the Daily Bugle and yeah. introduce the Daily Bugle? Well, he doesn't even, universe. I mean, he doesn't technically. He doesn't even have doesn't have to have an internship there. Um, he they could be an article out. I want like J, J. Jonah Jameson. Mm-hmm. I want pictures of Spider Man. He's a menace. And to and be honest, Peter's like, I can make some money off of this. And to be I'll honest, give a reward Simmons, of $100. J.K. Simmons, who has played J.J.J. in the past, yes. has said he'd love to reprise the role. That'd be amazing if he did. He would love to reprise the role. He was my favorite J. Jonah Jameson. He was the only J.J.J. that I could Is that think a of problem? live action in my head. Is that a problem? Besides the animated series 90s and again, J.J.J. Is that, J. J. is that a problem? No, not at all. Exactly. It's not a problem at all. I thought you were going to go with someone completely different. Oh, yeah? And I can't remember her first name, but her last name is Cravenoff. And basically, she's either the daughter or the wife. I think it's one of those two. Two, and this is what I was saying when you were like, oh, our favorite character. I thought you were going off of villain. My favorite villain from Spider-Man was Craven. Yeah. Craven the Hunter. And from what I've heard, I think I've heard them say that they want to introduce Craven. Sooner rather than later. That'd be cool. That would be. That's one where I'm like, oh, could it be her? But I'm like, I don't think they're going to introduce Craven already. I was referring to J. Jonah Jameson being our favorite character. Yeah, by the I way. thought you were talking about just villains. That's why in my head I was like, uh, could they? But <laughs> that's what. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, oh, this was all the way back in July that we thought that um, Craven was going to be one of the villains um, coming up. However. It was, that's one villain that I'd love to see in a Spider-Man movie. That'd be cool. It'd be a different take on a villain. Either, either, and I know this is off the femme fatale thing for a second, either Kraven, or I would love to see a good Mysterio. Mysterio? I would love to see those two, because we've seen the Doc Ox, we've seen the Osborns, yeah. we've seen the Green Goblin, like, I love that we're getting a Venom movie, finally, and we're yes. finally getting a, I know we've seen Venom in the... Um, Remy Spider-Man movies, but we're getting, yeah, I get it. You don't like them. I like Spider-Man one and two a lot more than you did three. We can all agree shouldn't have ever happened or should have happened differently. That Sandman one wasn't that good. However, the other two I really liked, especially Spider-Man one. Any last thoughts you have on the femme fatale thing? Um, Any other female character that we could get? Um, here's one that's more so taking it from, well, Here's I got one that's sort of a joke because I don't think that Marvel would introduce it this mm-hmm. time. And there's one that's I'm kind of mulling over, but it's more so from the anime series as of late than it would be from the comics because I didn't re- haven't read that far into this one. Mm-hmm. The one that I was kind of joking about, Squirrel Girl. Yeah, we always throw that out there for something, so I figured you throw know, it out again. There, I don't think they're going to go are, with that. Well, there are articles that like the last one I saw was that Squirrel Girl is also, Disney Marvel's secret weapon. Is she really a femme fatale though? No, she's not a exactly. femme fatale. Um, uh, the one thing I do want to throw out is if we do get Silk, yeah, you know what I would love to see, but I don't think we'd get it. Huh. I think it's from Spider Island, but the complete suit where it's basically, oh, I have no clothing. Let me just make some out of webbing. Yeah. We could get that. The one where she's completely, not completely, but she's covered. She also has the face covered with yeah. the spider webbing. Um, there's that. Um, that'd be cool, actually, because um, good way to play on that, too. Oh, you have a spider suit? I can make one real quick. Yeah, and she just makes one out um, of nothing. Just had one again. White Tiger. 
I thought about that, but would she be a femme fatale? Like, yeah, that's she the be, problem. Is she femme would she fatale? be the archetype? I don't think she'd I don't be think the she ar- fits the archetype, but it's another female character. I thought in there. I thought about her too because I thought of the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah, see, I just I thought I'd bring that up because that's what I was mm-hmm. thinking. I was like, well, that's another female character, at least femme fatale, not necessarily. No, but- yeah, I th- I thought the same thing. My only thing was, would she be a fatale? Would she be the archetype to Peter Parker? I'll be honest. I think it's going to be Black Cat. I think that's going to be the femme fatale. That if it's going to be anyone, it's probably Black Cat. It's, there's just so many reasons that that would go with A. She's probably mm-hmm. more popular than most that we most of them we've talked about. She's the one that's coming up in the Sony the universe as well, and it's just the only thing that all all this depends on is what's in the contract that true. I don't know about. Well, this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below. What do you think of the femme fatale news for Spider-Man: Homecoming two, and also? Who do you think it's going to be? Will it be Black Cat? Will it be someone else? Let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section. But Johnny, let's move on into our second topic. And what we are looking at is DC. We're going. The thing I didn't mention at the beginning of the podcast. He didn't. We're making our sand. We're going back to our roots. Just another sandwich. We're making the sandwich. Another sandwich. We're talking about Marvel. Then we're going DC. Then we'll talk Marvel again at the end of the show. But we're looking at Flashpoint and According to um, Screen Rants, they have in the article Variety reports that Warner Brothers has hired Spider-Man Homecoming writers Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly to direct the Flash solo movie titled Flashpoint, based on a script from King Arthur's based on a script from King Arthur's Joby Harold. I almost said Jacoby, but there's no C in there. Joby Harold. And with Ezra Miller reprising his role as Barry Allen, a.k.a. The Flash, I love this. Me as the DC side of this, that's why I'll just kick this one off and not pass it off to you. I love this from a, I get people would be worried, like, but Ricky, they were writers. They never, like, they're coming from writing. They're not directing. They didn't direct Spider-Man Homecoming. Plus, you and I talked about the list of names in the past. That they had had to direct. We had um, directors coming from Back to the Future, big name titles, and it's even like even Affleck passed it off. Exactly. You're, and that's the thing where I can understand where people are worried. To where it's yeah. like you had these big name directors that it was rumored that you were looking at, and you're gonna go ahead and hire these guys. Like I can get that. I understand your frustrations. However, with me. I'm looking at this as the one source of look at Spider-Man Homecoming. Look at how fun that movie was. We were saying, hey, this is what Peter Parker is. And if there's any character in the DCEU that relates closely to the type of movie that Spider-Man Homecoming was, like in style with the humorous and the type of character that Spider-Man is, it's Barry Allen. Exactly. Like this is a... This is a per not a perfect hire, but a smart hire, I would say, by DC. Well, yeah, exactly. Because not only could they now, I mean, they could dip their toe in the directing field, mm-hmm. but now they can also, if they need to, they can rewrite some of the stuff. And they're no. already writers, so it's not like they can't do it. And they can give it more the flair of, oh, hey, well, this is what we ex- mm-hmm. thought about of having in Spider-Man. Because to write it, you have to kind of imagine it in your head. Yeah. And if it's not what you're imagining up there, and you're to direct, I would think... To direct it, if it's not, if you're the writer, if not what you're imagining up there, it's you can say, no, that's not what I was expecting, and then you can describe what you were thinking. Six months ago, yes, is when we talked about who should DC pick to direct the Flash movie. Okay, 
So it was in May we were talking about what types of directors we should see when it comes to the Flashpoint movie. And I, I mean, I love this. Like, mm-hmm. it is the thing that I, here's the thing that I wor- not worry about it, but the only question yeah. that I have is, are they going to do any course correction when it comes to the Flash? Because I know that, and I know that his opinion isn't end-all, be-all, but Dave Oster, here at Most Valid Podcast. Yes. Resident Flash fanboy, as I am going to call him, because the like how Batman is my hero, yes. and how I would say Thor or, or Wolverine, Wolverine more so, but also Thor yes. is your superhero. The Flash is Dave's. Like, yes. Dave is the Flash. He loves the Flash. He thought they did the Flash wrong. The character was totally off what it was supposed to didn't like how they portrayed the Flash. Now, I don't see them doing a complete course correct because Ezra Miller is coming back to reprise his role in Mm -hmm. the Flash. But I wonder if these two directors who, like we said, also writers, are going to tweak some things along with Walter Hamada and Jeff Johns to tweak some things. Because this is also a conversation that we had in the past but it doesn't really play in here, is Walter Hamada named head of the DCU. Oh, why do you bring in a guy like Hamada? Oh, so he can talk to a big-time director, and they might take him a little seriously. Yeah, exactly. More so than a Jeff Johns. Not any disrespect to Jeff Johns, but he just doesn't have that useness to talk. He's not used to talking to big-time directors, and I could see how directors will just say, get away from me, comic boy. I know what I'm doing. However, it doesn't work here because... These aren't big name directors. No. So these, I would say these are directors that, and because they're writers, they can relate that even a Jeff Johns could come up to them and give them his notes, his input, yeah, exactly. and they could take it with good criticism. Exactly. That would be great because Jeff Johns can say, hey, well, this is more of what the character is supposed to be about. Whereas they can go, okay, well, and they're trying to get the tone of Spider-Man Homecoming mm-hmm. possibly to just say, hey, this is the tone we need because that's, as you put it, it's basically the... DC's Spider the DC's Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Except it's going to probably be a bit darker because it is more of a darker story in general. Um seeing as it's um him going back and completely fucking up the world. Yeah, well the whole thing of Flashpoint is he's trying and we didn't really get into this in Justice League because we weren't going to. We saw his father. Yeah. But the whole thing of Flashpoint is I've got to go back and free my father. How do I do that? Save my mom. Exactly. And he saves his mom. However, ripple time ruins everything. And I remember reading Flashpoint for the first time and seeing like him in the police department. Iris walks up and he's like, oh, I'm going to here's my wife. Oh, no, not my wife. She's kissing someone else. Oh, shit. They have kids. They have kids. What's going on? And then. Hi, Barry. Mom, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you here? What's going on? And then he goes to run, and it's like, can't. where's my speed? Where yeah. is it? And he doesn't have it. Exactly. Completely changes everything. So I'm I'm curious to how they're going to do the Flashpoint in that yeah. sense, too. All I know is I really hope Jeffrey D. Morgan is... Is Thomas Wayne. Yes. Because, like, I'm even looking right now, and I'm trying to find out, like, Zemeckis was one of the ones we talked about. Robert Zemeckis yeah. um, was a big-name director that they were looking at. For it, they also had um, 
I'm trying to look here. Um, Chris Miller was in line for it. Phil Lore, um, I believe, if I'm looking at this article correctly, from uh, comicbook.com. However, we got who we got. We got these two. Mm -hmm. And I'm not really upset about it, mainly because, and I know I'm going back to it, mainly because of their work on Spider-Man Homecoming. And now my biggest question becomes... Can we kind of fix everything? Like, is this going to be the fix that we need for the DCEU? Because let's be completely honest. When it's come to DC movies, DC's kind of screwed the pooch when it comes to their movies. Because let's be completely honest. Marvel did their thing. When Marvel came out with their thing, first, they weren't thinking about a universe. No. They just released Iron Man, released the Hulk, and then were like, oh, shit, people like this stuff. It wasn't until Iron Man 2 when they were like, like testing gonna, the waters. This is going to be the universal. It was like at the time, Iron Man, people were like, who's going to be excited about Iron Man? Like, because that was back in the day of like, you had the Dark Knight trilogy was really big. Like 2008 was the Dark Knight, I believe. I think so, um, around that time. And before that, Batman Begins was big. You've had the... Batman movies before, although how campy they were with the bat credit card and the bat nips. However, <laughs> no one had really... Spider-Man movies yeah, had no, just come out recently. But no one had dove into the Avengers or Thor or Captain No, America. you're right. No one had dove... Do- uh, we had one Hulk movie a f- few years before that. The Ang Lee yeah. Hulk, is that what you're referencing? I the am Ang referencing Lee Hulk it. movie. I've accepted it happened. Talk about a bad movie. You, I've you accepted give, it you happened. You give the Spider-Man movies crap, and then you bring up that. Oh, I know it's crap. I, I will fully admit that Hulk movie was crap. Okay, okay, I'm just But saying. I've accepted it happened, just like Spider-Man. I've accepted they happened. Oh, accept that they <laughs> happened. That's a slap in the face to everyone who likes the Sam Raimi and Spider-Man movies. Oh, I'm mostly trying to slap you in the face, back probably, to, right back now. Back to my point, though. <laughs> They weren't rushed into things. No. DC was behind the eight ball, and what DC did was, and everyone knows this, of, oh, shit, we got to catch Marvel. We got to throw this stuff out there so we can catch up. And they were doing it too quickly. They no. weren't thinking about anything. They tried this whole, we're going to be dark, and it's going to be different, and then everyone's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, the, the, the first mistake- Why'd you do that to Superman? Exactly. The first mistake was, I get the, oh, we're going to do a different take on Superman- but you got to realize that most people, when they look at Superman, is when he came out with the co- like in the comics, the American dream is Superman. Yeah, of exactly. Like, that is what he's all revolved around. Then there's the other people who see Superman as that he's, yeah, he's not one of us at the core, but he identifies as one of us. Exactly. To where he identifies as I'm... I'm the kid that grew up in Kansas, and I'm Clark Kent, and I might be Superman to save some people. I got that. The, that's who I am, is that boy that grew up in Kansas, like, not the alien that came from Krypton. Like, I get the part where they were trying to make him, to humanize him, mm-hmm. in a sense, but he's not Batman. We didn't need to make him dark and brooding. You could humanize him. Exactly. By making him like Smallville. Yeah. Smallville humanized Superman, and everyone loves Smallville. Love Smallville, but they go with the dark, they Justice League, they try to course correct. This will be the true course correction, I think, and this will be the movie, like we said, to rechange everything. Okay, Flashpoint, 
We're resetting the timeline, basically. Yeah, because, I mean, like you said, Batman v Superman just made it go, and then Wonder Woman shot it back up. And then I, you were only... Please. Well, Justice League was... I liked it. You, you liked, liked it. it. However, there was a ton of people who didn't It like also it. wasn't a Wonder Woman. Yeah. Honestly, it like... Well, it kinda... And that movie had tons of problems with it where Zack Snyder had to leave, Joss Whedon came in, Warner yeah. Brothers, I feel like, made Joss Whedon change a lot of stuff with it because they feel like, oh, there's a new director, now you he'll want to change things. it yeah. and it'll be easier to do that. I... You guys have heard me talk before. I am in the mindset that nothing against Zack Snyder, but I think him and the DC should just cut ties. Cut ties, walk their separate ways, because every Zack Snyder movie I've seen from DC I haven't liked. Like, Man of Steel was like, okay. It was okay. I wasn't But that was only because it was like, I remember going to Dave in the theater. We saw it and going, it was okay. Let's see where they go from here. I was upset that there was no after credit scene. I was like, have they not learned anything from Marvel? Yeah. Give us something. Yeah. Anything. That's the bad thing, too, is when we... Starting of the DCEU was Man of Steel, mm-hmm. right? Starting of the MCU, we all know, is Iron Man. Yeah. How'd you feel when you came out of Iron Man? To me, it was like, holy well, shit, that here, was awesome. Here's another thing that plays into this. I know this yes. is off the point of the I directors, know. but it plays into everything with what the Flashpoint movie could do. There were two opposites. I walked into Iron Man with no expectations. Like, True. I didn't walk in thinking, oh, my God, I'm super hyped for Iron Man. I walked in going, it's a comic book movie. Yeah. It's a superhero movie. I know who Iron Man is. Let's see what let's see what we got here. And then because the expectations were low, they were met. And then some were Man of Steel. There were the expectations for you. Well, there were because of two things. One, there was the base expectations because I'm a DC fanboy. But then there's also the expectations of, okay, I've seen what Marvel can do. I've seen what they can do to this point. What are you going to do? Oh, my God. I wanted it to be right where those Marvel movies were, and it wasn't. Honestly, all I was hoping for was Man of Steel. And, yeah, I, I have – like, everyone has knowledge of what, who Superman should be, or almost mm-hmm. everyone, um, what kind of character he should be. I was hoping to at least get, like – a decent like range close to when I saw the first Iron Man movie because this was the start of the DCEU. Mm-hmm. I was hoping for that to be the oh my gosh, this is awesome. This was an awesome Superman movie. They did everything right. No, they made him dark, brooding. He was debating is like, am I really per a human? Am I mm-hmm. like, am, do I really belong with these people? I didn't like. Should that. I be Superman? It's like, what is wrong with you? No, that's exactly you're not super, it. You're not. You are not Clark Kent. You're not Superman. You're not acting like him. I'm trying to. I'm trying to look here at the MCU. It's a little weird that we had to have. We had to kill him off to get that. Yeah. It's, <laughs> don't. Don't get me started on that. However, the here's what I want to do. I'm looking right now because Man of Steel came out 2013. So at that time we had. Phase one was Iron Man 08, Hulk 08. Yeah. Then two years later, we got Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, Avengers. So around the time that Man of Steel came out, Mm -hmm. let's see. Let's go per date. Let's go exactly at that point. Okay. It came out June 10th of 2013 um, here in the States, I believe. No, June 14th here in the States. 
Um, whereas Iron Man 3, which was the first of Phase 3, that came out in April. So by the time Man of Steel came out, we would have had, let's see, Thor's the only one that came out in 2008 or 2013 as well. Let's see if it came out before or after. Came out after. It came out in October. So up until that point when Man mm-hmm. of Steel came out, here's the list of Marvel movies we had seen. Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, Captain America, Avengers, Iron Man 3. Iron Man 2 and Iron Man 3. Yeah. So we've seen three Iron Man movies. I know Iron Man 3 wasn't the greatest. I didn't like it. Um, But we've seen two Iron Mans, a Hulk, a Thor, a Cap, and an Avengers. An Avengers movie before Man of Steel. So the expectations were higher just because of that alone, because of where oh, we yeah. were on the Marvel hype train already. I agree with that, but like I was like hoping we didn't even. Uh, to, no offense, we didn't even get close to that with Man of Steel, just because. No, it, overall, just wrong tonality. No, and that's it, and that's why bringing us back to the Flashpoint. Yes, I love. That's why I love what they're doing with these directors because I feel like looking back hindsight retrospect, however you want to say it, I feel like the main thing was we need to catch up with Marvel. We rush into it. Also naming a bunch of movies Mm -hmm. like naming, Oh, we're going to do this and this and that and this and that and this and this and that and this and that. All right. Execute on one of them. Yeah. So far, really the only one they've truly executed on was wonder woman. I mean, Justice League was good, but I also take into the grain of salt that there was so many problems with that movie behind the scenes. Yeah. With the two directors and every drama that you had with that movie. But I like what they're doing here because I felt like also looking back that it was more like we need a director that can sell this thing. Zack Snyder, come and direct it because you're also going to produce it as well. Yeah, Because we need to get this thing out there. We need to get this. We need to compete with Marvel. That was the mistake. We need to compete with Marvel. And I'm not saying that's how Zack Snyder got the job, but also directing and producing might have helped out in that sense. Yeah. Might have helped out. Yeah, I mean, um, hopefully they can correct what's going on with uh, DC now. And I mean, not like all of them were terrible, but like Mm -hmm. when you have Wonder Woman's at your peak and... Like even Justice League, where it was a team movie, you would think would have been better, but thank it wasn't. You, thank you for not. When you have Wonder Woman as your peak and Batman v Superman as your as your valley, <laughs> as your low point. I mean, I don't think I have to mention like, anymore. It's that like more down here. It's, I, I don't think it's I have to, continuing to go. My hand can't go that low. I think Ricky thinks that just uh, Batman v Superman was the, the Mar- floor. was Marianas Trench through the floor, wasn't it? Yeah, huh? through the floor. I mean, through the floor, keep going all the way to the Yurt's core. Mariana's Trench. Yeah. No, I know. I, I'm just, I keep iterating I know. how much I hate I, that movie. Yeah, no, I was saying, like, Justice League, that a team movie, which I always thought would, like, bring it up, mm-hmm. actually went kind of, like, back down. A little bit from yeah. Wonder Woman, yeah. And I'm not saying anything, uh, just to iterate, I'm not saying anything against Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that, like. I can't wait for Wonder I always Woman, thought, too. Exactly. I always thought team movies would bring it up, but that's from the having. Avengers. Two Avengers movies. Here's the here's the last thing I want to ask before we move on. Yes. Is Wonder Woman was kind of like the Captain America of the DCU. 
in the sense of like Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah. We're going back in time. Doesn't have anything. To okay. Do. It's like Wonder in Woman that sense, was the yeah. same thing where it was like, hey, we've dealt with this story, but we're not dealing with that. We see one thing at the beginning. Everything's in the past when it comes to this movie. Okay. I, I, I agree think, with it like I that. I think that kind of helped the movie out. Like, not it yeah, didn't make did. it like that's the only reason why it was great. It was great because of many things, but I think that also helped it because they can say, you know what? We don't have to deal with anything with BVS. You can just go in the past and do your thing. Yeah. Any final thoughts from you? Um, no, I think I've, we've covered everything. The only thing, is, now that you put that correlation out there, I'm wondering, like, well, now what Marvel movie may this, like, kind of resemble besides Spider-Man Homecoming? Mm-hmm. Like, you went with, um, I almost said season one, um, phase one of Marvel. Mm-hmm. What phase Marvel one, what phase one Marvel movie is Flashpoint then? I would say it would be none of the phase one. I know. I would say that if Flashpoint, if we're going to move it over... It's going to be, I'm going to say, Spider-Man Homecoming mixed in with some concepts of Avengers 4. Okay. Only because of the story. It's going to be Spider-Man Homecoming with a little time travel kind of spewed into there. Because Flashpoint, you have to have time travel. Because he goes back in time to save his mom. And then that alternates the universes. Maybe we get multiverses because of this. And we get to see the multiverses for um, DC get created with this film. True. This is where you guys come in, though. Let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section. Do you like the director choice for Flashpoint? Would you have made a different choice? Let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section. But, Johnny, let's end the show going back to Marvel. Got that sandwich. Back to Marvel making the sandwich. We got the mayo on there, the bread's on there, right? What kind of bread would you like? I think um, you, and you and I are different. We might be different. It, to me, it depends on the day, but the best bread I've ever had, mm-hmm. Hawaiian sweet rolls. Well, besides those. I like, make I'm trying to, like, if you're going I to, like, a Subway. I make sandwiches out of there. I'll go to Subway. If you're going to, like, a Subway or a Jimmy John's, eh, Jimmy John's, you don't get to pick. But. Jimmy John's has the a delicious yeah. bread. I can eat that with just the mayo. Even day-old bread, it's great. I can eat um, with just the mayo, honestly. But what bread are you picking? If I'm going to Subway, it's either going to be the plain Italian mm-hmm. or the Italian urban cheese. Okay, we're different. I pick wheat. I like wheat bread. Yeah, my, my or whole wheat. My my diet doesn't allow me to do the wheat yeah, and multi grains anymore. I, I I love wheat, but what we're talking about is Marvel. We're talking about Captain Marvel. Yes. And the exact article I pulled up for this and got the topic from was Captain Marvel may be a last minute Avengers Infinity War cameo. So we know she's not going to be in the movie. No. But Johnny, could she be in the movie? What do you think? Um, I mean, a cameo, I think, is a great way to introduce her, especially if they want to throw her into Avengers 4. Mm-hmm. Well, she is going to be in Avengers Yeah, 4. I'm just saying, though, like, I I know they we know that she's going to be in there now, but I'm just saying, if they want to put her in Avengers 4, mm-hmm. that's a great way to introduce her, because how else have they introduced everyone else? Most of the time, some form of cameo. Mm-hmm. Or, like, how are we putting the Avengers, to, like, the first phase? How are we putting the Avengers together? No, we didn't actually get Bruce Banner or the Hulk. We got... Tony Stark talking to Thunderbolt Ross. Mm-hmm. Ross. Not Ross. Yeah, not Ross. It's Ross. Ross. Ross with an O. With an O. Not, not an A. Not an A-U. It's not Ross. <laughs> yeah, it's not Ross. Um, yeah, so we that's, like we have an, a way. Uh, it doesn't have to be her specifically, mm-hmm. which she's already, I think she actually is set to be in the, like actually act in it. So it's actually going to be her in some form or another. Here's my only thought, and this is why I feel like 
she has to be in it in some way. Not necessarily as Captain Marvel. Oh, no. But yeah. in some way. Because the Captain Marvel movie, which they're sandwiching in between the Avenger movies, is set in the past. It's set back in the 90s. Yeah. Nick Fury is going to have, which... Both the inter- eyes. Well, the interesting thing that I found out hmm. is Nick Fury said in an interview... That you mean gonna, Samuel Jacksonson? Yeah, Nick Fury. It's like Tony Stark and uh, Robert Downey Jr. They're the same person at this point. Except he's not allowed to swear. But Samuel L. Jackson said in an interview that we're going to see different iterations of Nick Fury. Really? In that. So I'm thinking, Interesting. I'm thinking we see both eyes, but then at the end we see one eye. Oh, that's cool. Which yeah. goes back to, remember the line he said, I think it was in Civil War? Gotta keep both and, eyes open? No, no, no. When him and Cap are talking. Oh, that one. And Cap's like, something, something, something. And Nick Fury goes, you know, last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye. Ooh. Was Captain Marvel the last person he trusted? Or Could was be. somebody with Captain Marvel the last time he trusted somebody? Like, we're, I think we're actually going to see that or, in or the Captain Marvel. Just to film. throw it out there, because we don't, I don't know if we, uh, I think we haven't said that we're getting Captain Marvel as well, right? Yeah, he's and I in say, there too. I actually say that because cor- he's the scientist. Yeah, Jude Law is gonna maybe play that's him. the last person he trusted. Maybe it might be. Here's <laughs> going back to Captain Marvel. Yes, yeah, back to the actual. Here's what I think: why she at least needs to be in there as um, Carol Devers, and the reason why Danvers. I, Danvers. The reason why she has to be just as that alone is Captain Marvel movies set in the '90s. So by this point in the timeline. She's already Captain Marvel. Yeah. Now I get it. You're probably like, well, Ricky, she's probably off in space fighting people, fighting the scrolls because she's keeping them at bay. If that's where she is, then fine. But if she's on Earth, wouldn't the Air Force, who she'd be associated with, wouldn't they be planning something when it comes to Thanos and an alien attack on Earth? Here's here's what I was going to actually bring up to you on that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obviously going to be a cameo. It's going to be an after credit scene. Awesome. I love it. Um, to get us set for Captain Marvel. Get us set Marvel. for Captain Marvel. Because that's coming right after Infinity War. Every, not every, right after Infinity War, but closely after. As you brought up. Oh, she's in space. She's fighting. Maybe not. This was in the 90s she was doing that. She may At this point, if especially if we're going mm-hmm. possibly a secret invasions yeah. storyline in phase four. Well, that's the plan. Well, that's what they say the plan is. L- let me let me uh, okay. go forward with, with that. Um, that's what they're saying the plan is. There's like there's an overarching now story mm-hmm. of secret invasion. At this point, she might be on Earth trying to investigate, trying to f- figure out who are scroll, who's not. Mm-hmm. And ever have an after credit scene and it has to has doesn't have to have anything to do with the scroll thing right now. She's at her. She's at the Air Force Air Force Base. There's words. <laughs> she's at the Air Force Base. Who else in the Marvel Universe is part of the military slash? I think even the Air Force. Would it be uh, Don Chill's character, War Machine? Yeah, Brody. I'm pretty sure he's. Isn't he part of the uh, Air Force? Right. I think so. I'd have to look it up. Yeah. Well, will you do that? If you want me doing that while I, I finish up where yeah, I'm I got, going. I'm doing it right um, now. So I mean, we have that. We have kind of have that tie already, at least military to military, because I think Cap's a little too offset military in a sense because he's 1940s military yeah he's mm. captain america he's more so government now um but my thought would be have that little tie in there and it could be don Shields saying hey you know what marines she's marine oh he's marines, he's marines. that's okay what it's, and this is going off of the comics he was a marine okay i don't know what if they made them the same thing in the movie though mm-hmm. um 
to then scratch that part. But I mean, it could still be Don Cheadle saying, you know what? I know someone who could help. And then goes and they have a little, like, they go and meet Carol Danvers mm-hmm. and ask her for help because she, maybe he knows. You're talking post credit scene? Post credit scene type thing. And that's just like generally what can be the idea is mm-hmm. he knows someone who can help. Excuse me. They go to her and say, we need you. We need you to be Captain Marvel again. I'm different such from an, it. I, I, I'm different such from such. it because. Something in, a, in a sense like that. But I would think find her. Because in the article he even mm-hmm. states he in like six months before any of this, he's looking at mil, Air Force bases, et cetera, et cetera. So that's mm-hmm. a great place to start that up because she'll be. She was in Air Force. Mm-hmm. So she'll be in an Air Force base probably. First off, I expect from everything I hear where they're describing this as a heist movie, Thanos is coming out party. Yeah. Our true introductory to Thanos in general. It's a heist movie because he's collecting all these stones. Gems, yeah. I feel like this movie is going to end where we'll walk out of the theater going, holy shit, who's going to die? Who's dead? Who's who's already dead? Who's dying next? Like the Avengers are almost going to be beaten, I believe. Yeah. At the end of this. And the way I'm looking at it is, from what I'm thinking, we haven't really heard anything about uh, Captain Marvel. Mm-mm. They've never referenced her at all when it came to, is she on Earth, is she not on Earth? I don't think she's on Earth. And the only reason I don't think she is, mm-hmm. is because of the fact of, if she came back to Earth, I feel like how they're going to play it is, if she came back to Earth, the Skrull could come and invade us again. So I feel like she's off Earth fighting the Skrull, basically keeping them at bay. Hey, I am going to fight them in space so that what happened in my movie never happened. We haven't seen that movie, but what happened in the 90s never happens again. Yeah. Where the Skrull invade and it's a huge invasion. That never happens again. Then at the end, it's not necessarily a we need you for help. It's after credit scene. Here we come to save the day. Mighty Mouse style. She comes back from space because she hears Earth is in trouble. Yeah, I just feel like Marvel tends to be a little more subtle than that. Then mm-hmm. here we here she comes to save the day, which is why that's basically what it is. But it's more of a like epic like here she is like, oh, my God, she's fucking here. She's back from space. Could oh my be that. god, she's back to fuck shit up. Could be that. It could be. Um, I just wonder what the military, the the if they if they still go with it. He was only looking for. I think areas. the mil- I think the military thing is more so for her movie because they are. That's like, true. It could be for her movie. Like I think you mentioned um, in the screenwriter article, though they do reference that um, the director of Captain Marvel, as well as Brie Larson are looking for bases right now and they're spending time on Air Force bases. Basically, she's doing it to study the character and get into that character already. that's true. But I think that's more for her movie. Yeah. I don't think that is for the Avengers movie that we see. I think it's a post-credit scene. I just don't know. I don't think she's on Earth right now because if she was on Earth, I think it would be, oh, he's here, you're done. Like, it'd be too easy for her to just say, boom, I'm Captain Marvel, let's finish this shit, to where if she's in space, she might get the news, but it might take her the entire movie to get to Earth. 
True. Depending could, on where she that is. That would make sense. It would be harder for her to get there than that. I mean, the only thing is, I don't know what happens when those Infinity Stones are used. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. Do you think Thanos at the end of Avengers Infinity War has the gauntlet completely assembled? Because, and I only say this, because there's rumblings and grumblings that Avengers 4 is supposed to be a time travel movie. How do you do a time travel movie if he has the Eye of Agamotto? It's not going to be complete, though. The Eye of Agamotto has to be with Doctor Strange still, unless they get it back in Avengers 4. I think it would be the one thing that he doesn't get. Well, we don't even have, we don't have the Soul Stone. Exactly. Either. We don't know where the Soul Stone is, and we don't have... Um, I don't think he gets the, what am I thinking of, the Eye of Agamotto. The Time Stone. Time Stone. Because I think that's what they, that's probably what they use to fix everything mm-hmm. then in that case. Because Dr. Strange already knows how to use it. Yeah, he fixed it when, uh, oh, what's his name? Um, Dormammu came and tried to fuck everything up. Exactly. So, I mean. Well, he used it to first beat him by sending him through the loop. And then fix everything. And then basically buildings come back alive and stuff like that. Yeah. And then he gets his own, a new villain. Yeah. <laughs> but Spoilers, by the way. Do you think, and this is an off-topic question, do you think they bring Dormammu back? At some point, yeah. Do you think they can bring him back? Yeah, he's not dead. He's not okay. like he was defeated. True. He just made, is like basically made a deal. You don't come back. I don't keep you in this infinite loop. True. Well, he already let him out of the infinite loop. What's to say Dormammu can't come back? Any final thoughts you got on this one? Um, I think with me, I just feel like it's going to be an after credit scene, although I'd love to see her in more. I think it, no, I think it's going to be this one's after credit scene, Avengers 4, she'll be in it. I'm still up in the air about if it's, she's going to be coming from space or if she's going to be on Earth. The only reason I say mm-hmm. it can still be on Earth and she doesn't have any parts with the what's happened so far yeah. is because she's still investigating and like she's too busy investigating mm-hmm. this scroll secret invasion. Yeah. And like, oh, there's a huge group of people that's already true to because fight if this it's secret invasion. We don't know who the scroll are disguising themselves. Exactly. As. That's one uh-huh. part of it. The other part of it, it's like maybe she's just too busy to realize how bad of a situation that's going on. Nah, the Avengers have it. Exactly. She's, nah, they got that's it. what she's thinking. Like she heard like little tidbits like the Avengers have it. I heard that they did all this other stuff. They, they, they defeated the. Uh, mm-hmm. The um the Kree no not Kree who was it the the um, first invasion that came through the portal oh now you're making me think yeah not the not the scroll not the Kree um I don't know if we'll have them put in the down yeah people I know that I <laughs> we, should know that I should know this and I can't remember the name all of a sudden mm-hmm. I I mean if you <laughs> I'm gonna see if it's on the Wikipedia page it should be. Um, blah, 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 instance, invasion, please give me who it is. I really want to know who they fought. God, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to end the segment until I know. Um, <laughs> well, I'll go back to what I was saying. I go think, ahead. I think it, I, I can make the, the argument. Shatari. The Shatari. That's so it. She's like, they, I should have known like, that from Spider-Man Homecoming, the Shatari weaponry. Yeah. She's like, oh, they've. Thanks, they, guys. Thanks thank for you. helping us. She's like, oh. Because they found it before I did. I, yeah, exactly. I bet you they did. But go on. Um, what I was going to say is, like, she's probably going, oh, well, the Shatari, they t- took on the Shatari and got them. Mm-hmm. I can I can keep work- worrying they about this Ultron. scroll. They beat Ultron. I can worry about this scroll invasion. Mm-hmm. This is the thing I have to focus on. If she's even hearing about it, she might be too focused on the mm-hmm. scroll invasion until the point where it's like, 
they get like they talk to someone that's like we need to get a hold of this car- person i know she's can help us with this carol danvers she's got powers that can probably kick thanos's ass at least in some sense with help from us because i'm looking at it right now Movies in between the Avenger movies, yeah, Ant Man and the Wasp, mm-hmm. July after this Avengers this year, yeah, Captain Marvel next March, then next May, almost a year to the date is Avengers Infinity War, yeah, and then the two months later, yeah, two months later we get Spider Man Homecoming two, so Spider Man Homecoming two a year from this July. Which would have been what three years? Because it was last year that yeah, three years, yeah, three years since the first Spider-Man Homecoming. But I mean, we're getting a decent amount of content in between. So. No, we are, and it's all also of how's that Ant-Man and Wasp movie going to play in? That's true too, because now well, we'll get Wasp because that's going to be after Avengers as well. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below. In the comment section. Also, let us know what you think of the Rick and Johnny podcast as a whole. If you're listening on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, MVP.com. You're watching us on YouTube. Also, housekeeping here at the end. You like what we do, want to help support us, make sure to check out Patreon.com backslash Most Valuable Podcast. Also, we're selling MVP t-shirts. Want to grab your own that information is down below in the description make sure if you're on itunes to give the rick and johnny podcast a five star rating it would mean the world to us and the last thing and i keep forgetting to say this at the beginning of the show however people keep filling it out so that's a good thing check out our mvp survey link is in the description we want to hear the feedback from you how to make this whole thing at most valuable podcast a better experience for you and also just want to pick your brains about some of the stuff that we are thinking about coming into 2018. want to thank you guys for watching the Rick and Johnny podcast this week or listening to the Rick and Johnny podcast. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.